We are back. We are back and live. Sock and Shop Pod slash Sock and Shop Radio Show. Back in action after a little bit of a spring break. Much needed. Much needed spring break. But it's good to be back. It's great to be back, man. This is awesome. March Madness happened. It's still happening. I mean, what a March Madness it has been. A lot of upsets. The biggest upset of all. Oh, let's just jump right into it. UMBC. University of Maryland. Baltimore County. People ask me, like, hey, as a University of Maryland student, can you take credit for this? I'm like, no, we cannot at all. It's not even (laughs) UMBC. It's nothing close. I don't think UMBC has a basketball team. I think we're the basketball team for them. The Terps. Just reminding all our listeners, we're here reporting. We're here um, not reporting. Reporting. Podcasting. podcasting It feels like we're reporting. From WMUC Studios. Shout out to WMUC and WMUC Sports. Thank you for for the love. giving us this space, and we're really appreciative, but... We are here on Maryland's campus. We are University of Maryland students. That, that's not the same as UMBC, though. So I take a different approach. When you're from Cleveland and you don't get that many wins, if University of Maryland's in the, in the name, it works for me. It works it's a for, win for It really does. Just think about They're it. called the Retrievers. We're called the Terps. Doesn't okay, count. but like, think about this. Like, I remember a big deal in Cleveland was when the minor league hockey team won the championship. That's a little bit sad, though. Daniel, that's what it's all about. Lake Erie okay. Monsters, now the Cleveland Monsters. Shout out! Shout to out guys. to them. I, I didn't know going into the pod that we would be bringing up the Lake Erie Monsters, but you know, things Daniel, happen. I mean, that's the beauty of this. Like every show's an adventure, you know. Yeah, we just, we end up wherever. You know, we have a plan, but that plan doesn't usually hold hold true. So yeah, this bracket has been crazy. This March Madness has been crazy. Loyola, Loyola yeah. Chicago going all the way to the Final Four. They have a chance to win it all. They're a great team. They really are really good. Shout out to our boy Clayton Custer. Um, and really, really great point guard. Named to the uh, AP All American honorable mention list, which is very impressive for a mid major guy. But that whole team could really play. They hit big shot after big shot. They play really good defense, and they just crush Kansas State to go to the Final Four. And um, one really cool thing about Loyola Chicago is that, if I remember correctly, they're the team that started off the madness, right? Yeah. On the first day. That first Thursday. Dante Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, big three. The biggest shot. Like, I remember watching it. I was in disbelief that, like, it actually went in. It actually went in. And, like, and then, sorry, I'm jumping around. We're good at that. But, like, the best. now who they are playing, we are the best at that and that podcasting. Um, And the Cool thing is, right now they're playing University of Michigan. Not now, but over the weekend. Um, Saturday in Michigan. Night. I couldn't believe that shot by Poole. Oh, man. That hurt my bracket, not going to lie. I had uh, Houston winning that one. Whatever. It was a close game. <laughs> Daniel, never go against Michigan. Never go against Michigan? But like, what if they don't win? Like, say, like, say to, like, what if someone had Loyola Chicago over Michigan? I'm like, I'd call them crazy. <laughs> really? I think Leo Chicago can do it. I mean, okay. If Sister Jean... Mm-hmm. Shout, shout out, out to, to Sister, Sister Jean. Jean. Whoa. <laughs> we didn't plan that. That just... No, I, I think we did. Right at like four minutes and 12 seconds, we we're going to say that. Yeah. No, shout out to Sister was, Jean. That was not planned. Wow. This is raw. This is raw. Wow. We're shocked. Let's, let's high five. Did we do that already? No, we didn't yet. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, if Sister Jean didn't have them getting past... The Sweet 16, I don't think anyone should have. Um, for our listeners out there, I just want to point out now that I had them going to the Elite Eight. And just for our listeners out there, I had them going to the Sweet 16. But the Elite Eight's farther. 
But um, I didn't have them going to the Final Four. I didn't. I didn't have that extra push. But to be fair, I thought they would be playing Arizona, not not Kansas State. Um, Daniel, wait. Before you take all that credit, just remember that you didn't get the Michigan Houston call right. That's okay? true, but it was a buzzer beater. And if the guy, if the guy hits free throws, it's the free throws. Houston wins that game. We're not talking about Michigan you know, right now. You know what I love, Daniel? Like after a guy like Cool, let's check out his first name. Let's give him the respect. His first name is Jordan. I got Mr. Google to my right. Definitely Jordan. Um, so with Jordan Pool, it's really cool. Like after the game, what? That was rhyming. Pool is cool. Yeah. If you don't like him, you're a fool. Oh my. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone just turned off the podcast. Why? Because that was fire. It was too fire and also a little bit cringy, but but in a good way. No, it was great. It was great, but that's not cringy. Okay, not cringy. Corny. Check out my mixtape dropping. I'm kidding. It's on SoundCloud. Fire, off fire stuff. Okay, kidding, kidding. <laughs> but it back could. to it, it would be. Um, no, I'm going right to iTunes. Right to iTunes. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? Oh, the cool thing basketball. Is, right. The cool thing is with like a guy like Jordan Poole hitting that big of a shot. Um, you really get to see into the personalities of these guys. Like, I remember Beeline after the game mm-hmm. uh, just being like, we knew Jordan could hit a shot like that, and uh, you should see, like, how much swagger he has walking around. Mm-hmm. And, and then after that, almost an exact video went viral of him doing that in high school. Did yeah. you see that? It's in, it's in people's blood. And, and it's just really, really cool to... I mean, that's what I love about March Madness, that you can really... You just there's these amazing storylines that come out, and it really uh, gives a certain appreciation for the game and how hard these guys work. I want to go back to the biggest upset in college basketball history for a little bit um, when UNC right. beat uh, um, beat Virginia by twenty. Virginia I, hadn't given up more than seventy points all year, and this was to a UMBC team that um, on January twenty first lost eighty three to thirty nine to Albany. The Albany Great Danes beat UMBC 83 to 39, and then UMBC goes out there, wins their conference tournament in an upset against Vermont on Javis Lyles three pointer. How do you know that? I, was, I saw it. <laughs> and then goes in, goes and plays Virginia, the number one team in the country. They lost two games all year against West Virginia and against Virginia Tech. They hadn't lost a game to anyone without a Virginia in their name, and then UMBC just whoops them. They score 53 on them in the second half. Virginia gives up 52 a game. Daniel, um, before I ask you the obvious question, and we're Terrapins, we've stated that before, Maryland played UMBC, and we beat them 66-45. to Yes, we did. So are we 41 points better than Virginia? I mean, oh, what law is that? Transitive property? Transitive property. Let's go. Freshman year um, math. Yes. It's really important to um, state the priorities of our show, education. Education. Stay, stay in school, school, kids. Just, uh, you could guess, Daniel knows all the stuff about college basketball from staying in school. Staying in school is very right? important to that, yeah. Is this where they teach you all this? This is where they teach everything. You know, if you don't stay in school, I don't know if you can know sports. Hot take. Hot take. Stay tuned for the hot take later in the show. Hot take. So, um, as I was saying, Daniel, I want to ask the obvious question. Hit me with it. This has never happened until now. Mm-hmm. How does this happen? How does a UMBC team that lost eighty-three to thirty-nine to Albany? Hey, but they got they got into the thirties. I remember one time when I was playing a high school game. This we isn't were, um the first quarter Houston Rockets. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they got but they got into the thirties one time um I, in, in high school 
my team. I, I I didn't play that much that year, but I came in like that's fourth okay. quarter. That's okay. Makes you know, for a better story. It makes for a much better story because we were down by 40. Actually, no, that's yeah. not true. Daniel. Wait, no, no. I started that game. Shoot. Um, Daniel, wait. But let's say you didn't. Yeah. We're talking about the story. Right. You made it. I made it. You got a podcast. I got a podcast. UMD. Yeah. This is the dream. It's for real, though. Like, I'm not even like being... This is awesome. Thanks for coming along for the ride. It, yeah. Really, we couldn't do this without our fans. We couldn't. I mean, we could. But no one would listen. It would be much less. <laughs> it would just be us talking to our phone. Our microphones also. Which happens a lot. Which happens a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. But back to the story. Yeah. We were down like 70 to 27. We were outmatched in every way. But I was so happy when we made it to 30. It was 71-30 the final, but we made it to 30. And you know? What's so significant about the number 30? As did UMBC in that game against Albany. Okay. Let's roll with that. Yeah. It's a good story. And you know the interesting thing in my eyes? It's really interesting how they then go and lose to a Kansas State. Well, you know, it's that, you know, they got hot from behind three-point line against Virginia, and then they shot like 10% from three against Kansas State, something like that. And, and that just shows, like, the beauty of sports. Anything can happen. I'm sorry, they shot 27.3%, and Kansas State shot 8.3% from three that game. But they also, but UMBC shot 29.8% from the field. And, and That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll not help you win. So, uh, Daniel, do I have permission for story time? Go for it. Great. So I just think, like, before we move on, I think it's a great lesson to all of our um, high school sports athletes, our friends, um, Mm -hmm. that it just shows that really anything can happen. I know, like, a lot of schools play, a lot of small schools play in uh, district or state tournaments, and they might go up against some huge powerhouses. This just shows that anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. I think it's really motivating to see that. That's why you play the game. Yep. You know? That's what it's all about. And the thing is, with um, UMBC, they shot 50% from three against Virginia. Virginia shot four for 22 from three. Sounds like my average from the free throw line. Whoa. <laughs> Which one? Both, are, both aren't that great, I guess. Why? Both aren't that great. Yeah, I was taking a shot at myself. Nice, nice. Oh, did nice. I say free throw? I meant three-pointer. That's not bad. Like, no, 12 over 24 from three. Daniel, come on. Like, that's pretty good. You haven't seen me ball in a while, right? Yeah, you got you to gotta bounce back. I all mean, about. I wish. Yeah. You want like, to get some shots up? I, I can't. Right. Why, 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 why we got to go there? We don't have to go there. We're no. doing something fun. Let's return back to the pod. Okay. Maybe the listeners will hear more about that. I've heard he edited this and we're working through it. Hey. If you have any questions about your fantasy guys' injuries and maybe their prognosis, I'm in the business school. So I'm not the guy to ask, but I'm going to tell you I am the guy to ask. He is the guy to ask. Yeah, so, like, come to me. You know where to reach us at Sock and Child Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Yep, yep. Um, But, yeah, like, UMBC got hot. Then they got cold. You know, law of averages, you know, you return to how good you are. And they're they're a good team. They're not a great team, but their best player, Jairus Lyle, shot 9 for 11 from the field in that game. And the thing about Virginia is they're a great team. Despite this monumental historic upset, they are a great basketball team. They had one of the best regular seasons of all time. The best defense in the last twenty years in college basketball, and that can't be, that can't be, um, you know, you can't take away from that. This loss does a little bit, where like their season's going to be like, oh, they were great, but then they had the biggest upset ever. But well, this yeah. team was really good. They went seventeen and one, the most wins ever in ACC play, seventeen wins, and that's in, in the best conference. They beat Duke, they beat Carolina, what three three times I think, or two times, three times I think. You know they. They held a team to seven points and a half. Now it was Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's terrible. But 
They held a team to seven points and a half. This team was great. But then they were missing a player, DeAndre Hunter, who I may have said on the last podcast um, is not such a big deal he's out. It was a big deal that he was out, <laughs> a really big deal. But they just they, they got cold, and they're not a team that can play from behind. They play the slowest tempo. They have the slowest tempo in the country. Uh, Daniel, I agree with you so much because I think so much about sports is the journey and the process. Shout out to everyone from Philly. Yeah, um, trust I'll, the process. Mark Fultz. Okay, tangent time. Tangent time. We need like a tangent We need time. a tangent. Uh, let me see what I can do. Let's Tan- see. Tangent alert. Tangent alert. Let's see. Just give any of them a shot. There it is. Tangent alert. <laughs> Ta-da. Um... Wow, Woo. guys are getting way too much of my vocals today. Yeah, I like Sorry. that, though. I'm, that was good. I'm really going to step back with that. But um, I've been really interested, intrigued by the Markel Fultz story all season. Mm-hmm. And I was able to catch a little of his return live. Um, and it was really great to see. Yeah, I think just, a great game. And, but regardless of the statistics, because they were definitely there, 10-8-4, if I remember correctly. Yes. Why don't you stat check me? I will. Thank you. Now, we don't have a stat guy. Again, we're always looking for a stat guy. Um, yeah. If, if you want to be a stat guy, tweet at us, message us on Facebook. You know how to reach us. Yeah, we're there. Sock, at Sock and Shop Pod, S-O-C-N-S-C-H-O-P-F. Not confusing spelling Not at Not confusing all. spelling at all. The N kind of throws people off. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's what it's about. Daniel, what was I saying? You were talking about Marco Fultz. Right. So, he... Um, he just has this athleticism to him where you can see it looks like he's so easy for him to get to the basket and um, really has the ability to facilitate and be a playmaker. And it's really scary to imagine a Fultz. That's all Fultz has done after all he's been through all season. Like, the sky is definitely the limit for him. And it's just really, really cool to see what him, Simmons, and Abid, it's exciting to see what they'll be able to do. And Dario Saric and Robert Covington and J.J. Redick. Isn't Ursan Ilyasova back? I don't know if he's there still, but I think he, he might well, be. Give it a good man. I'm on fire. We really need a stack guy. We really need a stack guy. Or, and a roster guy. Um, Ursan Ilyasova on the Sixers. Boom. Um, and Daniel. Yeah. I want to ask you a question, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say Sixers full strength. Fultz is back at a point. Um, where he can play 35 minutes, okay? And which Fultz are we seeing, like, from college, ultra-confident, he's going to take it on so, you, dunk on you, no, and then we're saying, pull up from three on you? Let's so call this, not let's call this 70%, that mm-hmm. 185. Okay. Okay? In 85% Fultz with Ben Simmons, how do you see them playing together on the court? Oh, I, I, think, I don't think their roles change that much together. I mean... Fultz will probably be the primary ball hand. I don't know. They're probably both. It's a good they're, question. They're, 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 it is a good question. Very nice question, Alan. Can I tell you on my thoughts on the matter? Brant. It is the sack and shelf pot. Yeah. Imagine this, okay? I'm really into um, the idea of having a small forward point forward facilitator, mm-hmm. okay? And I think that has the ability to totally change the dynamic of a team. So I like the idea of a Fultz bringing up the ball, okay? Mm-hmm. And, okay, then you're going to have sets with, like, pick and rolls and him being the the um, main guy in the plays. But I love the scenario with Ben Simmons coming high um, high post to get high the post. ball. Yeah, yeah. So we're basically... He can create out of there so well. And, and if he can learn to shoot a 14-footer, right. unstoppable. And, and it's not a three-pointer. It's a 14-footer. 14 14-footer. 14 it's doable. 
if Mark Helfbold can learn floater. how to do it, it's a borderline floater. can too. Right. And I just think that could be such a dynamic offense with Embiid off the ball with Redick. Watch out for the Sixers. And then when they add LeBron, and <laughs> yeah, no, we're saying that confidently. LeBron stay in Cleveland, please. But I would have been biased considering and, your, your roots. And the really, I was talking with all. Uh, Wait, do they have the same record as the Cavs right now? Uh, One half a game. They're half a game back. Wow. And the Cavs do have LeBron James, and the 76ers do not. For now. For now. <laughs> I just find it so interesting, like, the state of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I think Toronto, a ton of respect to them, because I read a great article by Bleach Report, Friends of Bleach Report. Um, that they um, went behind the scenes how Dwayne Casey mm-hmm. um, met with Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan in the offseason to really change their whole philosophy. They really sped the, um, their, the way they play the game, shooting more threes, even though DeRozan's a big uh, mid-range and attacking right. basket guy. And it's really old cool. Old school. Old school. Can I tell you my, Which we love. Can I tell you my issue, pod. Daniel? I love old school. I'm concerned this is like the 2015 Atlanta Hawks. What year were they? 2016? Two years ago. 20... Three years ago? I don't know. Um, but I just... 2015, 2016. I, I can't imagine a, a LeBron losing to the Raptors. You know? Right. No matter the state of the Cavs. Right. But the thing is, the Raptors have something that they never had in the past. A bench. Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> Not even their whole bench. I mean, yes, their bench, but, but anchored by Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet's going to shock the world. Boom. Hot take. Hot take. I mean, he already has been no, doing really No, do you well. get the pun? Oh, I do get it. Wichita State Shockers. Shout out to the Wichita State Shockers. Allen is on fire. We're such... We're beast mode. Beast mode. Hot takes even when we don't plan it. I know, man. That, that sock kid is fast on his feet. Yeah. Um, I think we should go back to March Madness a little bit because uh, NBA. We're, we're coming back to it, but the thing is, okay. it's the it Final up. Four. Okay, We have to do our little, little preview. So, Alan, don't even think about it too much. Ready? Villanova. Villanova for the whole thing, but let's go game by game. Uh. Thought about it a little too little. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Michigan, Loyola, Chicago. Three. Who do I two. want or who do I think will win? Let's go. Who do you want? Loyola, Chicago. Agreed. 100%. Shout out to Clayton Custer. Shout out to Porter Moser, their head coach. Shout out like they're running a good program. Ben Richardson? Shout out to Ben Richardson. Fun fact, that people were talking about Sister Gina a lot, but Ben Richardson and Clayton Custer were high school teammates in Overland Park, Kansas. That's Someone unreal. else is from Overland Park, Kansas, who's True. famous and good at basketball, but I forgot who. I, I forgot. Not me. I'm from Cleveland. Alan's from Cleveland, everyone. <laughs> Shout out to Cleveland. Shout out to LeBron. LeBron, if you're listening... Which you're is always, doubtful. You're always you're, welcome on the pod. You're playing against the Hornets right now. But the thing is, if you're listening, like, you know, like, they have a really small... AirPods. AirPods, AirPods, exactly. <laughs> if he's wearing AirPods right now, listening to the pod... Should we bring it up and see if he's wearing them? If you, if you are... Maybe he's hiding them in the beard. Well, they're not. Are they playing? Oh, they're all playing. Yeah, Daniel? But, he, but during timeouts, though. It's fine. True. Tyron blues he's out. He's having a really by, good game. He has 24 way. points, and it's the beginning of the second half. By the way, we'd like to wish um, Tyron Liu a quick recovery. Yes, um, definitely. Health priority, and we can't wait to see you back on the sideline, Coach. Yep, yep, definitely. Um, Daniel, so I who do I think is going to win the game? I don't know. 
I think you gotta say that Michigan is the team that's gonna win. But nope. Nope. But don't agree. Don't get the button. Go. Go. I'm just going with Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago. I just want them. I want them, and I think they'll win. What about Villanova, Kansas, the Blue Blood battle? Nova. Blue Blood. Boo Bobby Boop. Yes. Oh, uh, wait, we didn't really talk about that side, but that went really chalk. Basically, all top seeds winning. Except Marshall, who I have going deep. Marshall. Hey, we called it upset on the pod. Mm-hmm. But oh, they won the first they game? They won the first game, yeah. Oh, my Maybe bad, my State. Um, So, I'm... I really like Villanova. I like them too. I think they are awesome. Sometimes, if, you, if if our listeners remember, we did pick them to win the national championship, and we are still feeling we're still great about. Yeah, it. they've done nothing to show you know, that they're not going to win. So, because I really want to talk about NBA, and you're not letting me. Um, so one wait, second, championship game. One second. We have one more game. One second. I want to ask an NBA question. Okay. How come a guy like Jalen Brunson, mm-hmm. um, great in college, right? Awesome. Um, is not projected to be a great NBA player. I think from mock drafts, drafts I've looked at, they project him late first round. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think that is? I think it's because the NBA looks for different things than than, than just basketball ability and necessary basketball IQ. I'm not obviously you need a very high basketball IQ to be in the NBA, but I was just actually talking about this over the weekend, and um. I was like, why is no why, like Jalen Brunson? His floor is so high, and by that I mean I don't necessarily think he's going to be a superstar, but he could be. I don't I don't think he people project him as a superstar, but like, what's he at worst? A very solid backup point guard and, at worst. And in my eyes, he's exactly what you want from a backup point guard. Right. Someone that can score. Most importantly, very smart out there, a big facilitator. Whoa. And, what? Whoa. Sorry, I just saw something. Justin Jackson would declare for NBA wow. draft higher agent. What? That means he can't come back? It means he can't come back. Whoa. Justin Jackson is a um, college basketball player at the University of Maryland. I've and seen him around campus sometimes. He he said they the bat, the players sometimes get rides in these little um, golf carts. Man, I gotta get myself one of those. Yeah. Hang on. Try for the squad. Like, you don't actually have to like just like walk in there, put your name on the list, and like like put like a five dollar bill in there. You can pay the coaches. You can't pay the players. You can pay the coaches though. I wish I had a clever um, comeback to that, but I got nothing. But just you know, get yourself a cart, man. You know what? I might do it. Let's go. I'm not gonna do it. Let's go for it. I'm scared. And we don't believe in fear on the pod. No Chase fear. Your dreams. No fear. Chase I just don't think that is a dream of mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, worth a shot though. But yeah. Justin Jackson would declare for the NBA draft. I was searching up. NBA Mock Draft 2018 to try to find where some people had Brunson. And this news just hit me in the face. Justin Jackson. Okay? Where I'm, I'm recovering. We didn't even get to watch him this year, you know? He, he had an injury for a majority yeah, of the shoulder season. injury. But, Torn labrum. But, yeah. Wow. That's pretty shocking. I thought he would come back. You know? Best hey, of luck to Justin yeah, Jackson. And at the end of the day, like we on the pod believe, every person, like we were just saying, go live your dreams. If this is what you feel is the best move for you and your family, right. go ahead. We support you, and best of luck. But at the same time, we really would have liked to see you there, Justin. I would have loved to see Justin Jackson. Here. So like, we're not we're not mad, and we're not disappointed. We're not going to give that line, but at the same time, we're a little disappointed. So, um, Daniel. Um, Wait, we're still talking about Brunson, right? Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. I just he's 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 such a good player. He wins, and like 
I'm, that's a cliche. Like, obviously, you, like, you can be a winner. You can come off the bench and, like, whatever, not do much. But, like, he's the guy, and he wins games. And, and in, in high school, he won state championships. As a freshman at Villanova, he was a key piece on a, a champion, national champion. This year, they're the favorites now to win the national championship. If you, he's been a one seed twice, a two seed once, and the one time he was a two seed, they won the national title. Mm-hmm. So, like, this guy wins. And I'm not just saying it as a cliche. Like, he's the one causing it. He doesn't turn the ball over. He scores the ball. You know, for the amount of possessions he takes up, he gets a lot of assists. So, like, I don't see why an NBA team, like, wouldn't, like, he might not have as much upside as a guy like... Um, Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges, his teammate, or a guy like Robert Williams. Robert Williams is a great foil for him. Where does Robert Williams go to school? Robert Williams is at Texas Tech. I'm okay. sorry, Texas A&M. Sorry, different Texas on the mind. Texas A&M, and he's a high-flying dunk guy. He had two crazy windmills to end each of the first two rounds. Their win against um, Providence and their win against North Carolina. Ridiculous windmills. This dude's 6'10", jumps out of the gym. Block shots all over the place. Like, like he averaged like 11 points, 6 rebounds, I think. And like a few, like maybe a block or two. Like, but the NBA is looking for those athletes that could take their game to the next level. He's very raw. But if they were looking for like a guy, like, if you're like, if, if guys in college were drafting, Jalen Brunson would be a top three pick. Yeah. So it's just looking for different things, and that's what it's about. I, you know, if I were an NBA GM, and I would look for. I, I wouldn't draft Brunson so high necessarily, but I would draft him mid first round, yeah. like instead of one of those like necessarily a guy from Europe who's a project, right? Who I who I don't know as much about. I know Brunson can come in there, and if, and if need be, he can run my offense. Yeah. I know if need be, he can play solid and you defense. You feel good about it, right? And he's a good athlete. I, I don't know what people are saying. Like he's, I, I think he could be a great pro. Yeah, I no, think, I think it should be um his agent. Maybe. Hey, if Jalen's listening, if anyone knows Jalen. You know, I'm only a freshman in college, but hey, when opportunity knocks, you got to open the door. <laughs> um, and then, Daniel, before we wrap up March Madness, why don't you share your prediction of who your champions will be? Let's say a Loyola Chicago. Villanova. Villanova. Well, I love both these teams. I've been rooting for both of them to get all to, to go far. I, I really like the way they play. I mean, I like their players, the individuals on the team, the Quaden Custers, the Jalen Brunsons. But what a name, by the way. Clayton Custer's a, a legendary name. What a legend. Yeah. If anyone knows Clayton Custer, tell him to listen to the pod. I yeah, think you'd enjoy uh, it. We've tweeted at him. We've tweeted at him a few <laughs> times. times. It hasn't worked yet, but you know. Yeah. Hey. You maybe maybe since we started the maybe. pod. No, nope. Oh, Donald's All-American games. Yeah, yeah. I taped that, so please um, <laughs> tell me what's going on. Um. Okay. And Daniel, I, I think I, I don't know who I'd be rooting for. I like both these. Teams. I like the way they move the ball on offense. I, I it's like the way the, the, the vibes of these teams. They, they, it's just fun to watch them play. Um, I think I would have to say, I think Villanova's gonna win. But um, when it comes down to it, I'll probably be rooting. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably be rooting for Loyola Chicago. The Ramblers. The Ramblers, just because it's awesome. And they're That's a good awesome. team. Yeah. It wouldn't be like one of those like oh like this team like was bad the whole year and then like you know got hot. This team, if they win the whole thing, they're thirty. They're a thirty-four and five team. Wow, that's nice. But no disrespect to wow. Villanova. And um, we'd like to thank the NCAA, all the athletes, for giving us such an amazing tournament. Yep. We can't see how it's gonna wrap yep. up. Daniel, I know. Actually, today it felt like it a little bit. Maybe. You smell it. You smell it in the air. Yeah. Uh, what do we smell? It's baseball season. It's baseball season. It's baseball time. 
spring training games, I think, have wrapped up. Um, I think everyone has an off day tomorrow. Yeah, and but no, tomorrow off day. Oh, tomorrow! Tomorrow is opening oh, day. Was Tuesday for a minute. I today to, is Wednesday. I have to recheck like one of my homework assignments. Are. Today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Tomorrow, tomorrow is opening, opening day. day. It's in the air. Whew. Wow, I can't wait. Baseball season. What? Go Yankees. No bias here. I go trap. I, I think <laughs> that this should be an amazing, amazing baseball season. Oh man. Daniel, what are you most excited for? The Yankees. Why? The, sm- the Smash Bros. The Bash Bros. Yeah. And like it's not even like people are like, oh, Stanton and Judge. There's no. like six of them. <laughs> Sanchez. Sanchez. He had a ball clear out of the stadium in spring training. It's like nothing. Whatever. He had the cover off a ball. He had the literal cover off the baseball. The baseball broke. Um, Didi Gregorius, who has the most short, most homers from a shortstop in Yankees history. Are you kidding? Last year. Well, not all time. Oh, last year. okay. Last year. Not career. He's played like two years. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what about Jeter? <laughs> no, no. Just last year. He had 25 last year. Greg Bird, who just suffered an injury. You know, yeah. shout out to Greg Bird. Hope he, gets, well, hope he gets back soon. Yeah. He feels better. Uh, he, he He's a lefty, and we we play at Yankee Stadium. 310? 314. 314. Short porch. So, like, this whole team can, can mash. And, and, and they got the pitching. The best bullpen in the major leagues, uh, arguably. Really? What do you say about the Indians? No, no, no. The Yankees. Um, let me run through it. Okay. Say our starter only goes five innings, right? Then we throw Tommy Canely at you in the sixth. Guy throws 97. Who? Wasn't Tommy he Canely. the vice president nom- nominee, Tim Kane? Tom? No, that's Tim Kane. <laughs> this is why we're, we don't have a, politi- uh, a politics. So podcast. shifting to politics. We're kidding. We're kidding. Ooh. I got scared a little bit there. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about with that. So. I was like, shoot. <laughs> we stick to what we know. Yeah. Stick to sports, but not in like a political way, not like a, avoiding politics, but just more like sticking to what we're better at, yeah, and not like in a way that like, I mean, stick to sports is a very, you know, heated, um, you know, kind of controversial statement. I'm not saying that people in sports should only stick to sports. I'm saying that for us personally, it's a personal choice to stick to and, sports and I, I, because we don't really feel so comfortable and confident talking about politics. Right. And, and I think it's important to recognize, though, that everything has its time and place. Right. You know? And I think for this hour, the sports time. Sports time. We all need sports time. Sock and Chop sports time. Sock and Chop sports, sports time. Sports time Sock and Chop. No, so we're not, I don't think we're going to change the name. I like Sock and Chop. Pop. I do, too. It flows very nicely. It flows. Yeah. But... So, then, Tim Kane, you were saying. Tommy Canely. Man, and then in the seventh, we throw out you David Robertson. Former closer. Then we throw in the eighth. We throw at you Dylan Batances. The guy throws a hundred. I miles love Dylan Batances. He makes Aaron Judge look small-ish. <laughs> he was six eight, and then we, and then in the, in the ninth because like we want to take it easy on you, we just throw a Rodas Chapman up there. He only throws like a hundred and three. So all those That's guys awesome. throw like three of them throw upper nineties. One of them like low nineties with a lot of movement. And um, Daniel, just to um, help you out with your Yankees mm-hmm. argument, real quick. I think you don't often see teams be that well-rounded, where they right. have such a powerful... And you know what? When I think of the Yankees, I think of power. I think of heat. Just yeah. think of how many guys can hit homers. Think about their starting... Severino can All throw them. so All fast. Them homers. All of them. Right. And, and the starting pitcher was Severino. And he can throw 98, 99? 100. Wow. Yeah. And then the He's bullpen. Twenty-two years and, old. Wow. And I, I think the cool thing is, is uh, the Yankees should be a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay if I talk a little tribe for a minute. Go tribe. Not like go tribe. Like go tribe. Like, 
I'm rooting for the Tribe. No, I'm rooting for the Yankees. But I'm saying go. No, Daniel, everyone tribe. understood that you're jumping on the Indians bandwagon. Don't worry. So, true. as no, I no. was saying. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> as I was saying, um, it's a really interesting season for the Indians. I think that um, the past couple years, whether it was losing in Game 7 or the tough um, loss in the series to the Yankees last year. It's been weird because I think from a player personnel perspective, we've done everything we could. It's just kind of um, now delivering in the biggest moments. And I think uh, listening to the quotes and press conferences of the Indians players, I think they get that it's a process, it's a journey, it's, it's a mindset. Yes, there are 162 games in a season, but I think the very important thing is the way you approach every single game. Right. Game by game, treat it the same. That's how you deliver. That's how you bounce back. 100%. And this team, this is a really good team. They had a 20, what was it, 21 game winning streak last? 23? 22. 22. 22 game game winning streak. Also Taylor Swift. Shout out to Taylor Swift. Shout out to Taylor Swift. Big fans. Yeah. Uh, We could use um, an intro song. Yeah. Ours is great. We like our intro song. We love our intro song. By the way, shout out to Anchor. Ink. Wow. I, can I take a second? Talk? Go, go. We really like to thank Anchor. Um, for those that don't know, everyone is going to know because Anchor is that great. They are a um, online and um, application. It's, a, it's, a, it's an app. It's an app. Um, that makes it so easy for you to make a podcast where just a few presses of the button, your podcast can be in the iTunes store. Right. Could be in could be anywhere. It could be a link you could send around. It's in the Google Store, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and really thank you to them for making our dreams a reality. And they also have supplied us with amazing jingles. And Should we play it? Yeah, let's play our intro. This is it. Oh, shoot, man. That sound was off. Okay, welcome to the Sock and Shelf Pod. I think we did that already, but wow. Wow, Isn't that, that was, cool? That was cool. And, and they also provide our, our little transition. Tangent. 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 <laughs> so we like to really thank Anchor, not just for the sounds, but also for making it so easy for us to get our podcast out there. And for we wanted to do this for a while, and when we found Anchor, we knew it was the right time. Yeah. And so we'd really like to give a shout-out to Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Um, Let, let's bounce back with some MLB. We're talking about the tribe. Tribe by the tribe. And I think the great thing is so many of the key pieces are still there. Mm-hmm. Lindor. And, Lindor, Kipnis, very underrated, one of the best players in the league, under-the-radar MVP candidate, Jose Ramirez. Yep. Um, and great pitching staff with Kluber, Carrasco, Trevor Bauer, watch out for him. Um, and and I think for the first time they have like some depth, too. Yeah. I know uh, Salazar is working through a little bit of an injury. He might mm-hmm. come out of the bullpen. But they have a young guy in Mike Clevenger. Mm-hmm. They have Josh Tomlin, one of the better controlled pitchers in the league. And also I saw um, actually a really cool story. They uh, sent Alexi Agonda, um, former Rangers Oh, Alexei Agando. Alexei Agando. He was with us for spring training. Had a great spring training. And they sent he's very down. old, right? Yeah, but he's good. Yeah. He looked good. I'll go 37 or 38. I think 39. Uh, you know, I'm going to go 40. I'm going to say 40. 34. Right. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Alexei. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a praise, like a fine wine. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, but as I was saying, they are actually sent him down to AAA to uh, stretch him out to be a starter. That's great. So um, 
I think the Indians have a really good chance to have. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely World Series contender. Yeah. Um, I I think we should just go through the divisions and just talk about some teams and talk about who who we like. Okay. So I'd like to start in the AL East. I like the Yankees. Do you have any? Um, I'll just give a quick shout out to Boston. I think they are, they are, a, they are a definitely team. a threat for the AL East. Yeah, for sure. Um, Daniel, I'm going to argue fortunately. I think from a non bias, what's that word when you're not a fan of the Red Sox or the Yankees? Whatever. I'm going to say as an MLB fan, okay? Right. Um, I love when the Yankees, um, I was going to say Celtics, Yankees, <laughs> Red Sox rivalry is at an all-time high, and I right. really think both teams have a lot of talent. Daniel. Yeah, I, um, I hear that. The Red Sox have Chris Sale. Chris Sale, yeah. Correct. David Price. Yeah, but, like, but Sale is the guy. He was almost he unhittable last year, at least for the first half of last year. And, and it's he al- was almost unhittable. It's always interesting. As an Indians fan, Sale's one of these guys who played for a White Sox team. That wasn't always the best. Um, mm-hmm. But as an Indians fan, we saw him many times a year, and this guy was great, and I'm happy for him that he finally gets to be in a big market, you know, where you yeah. can really see how great he is. So you kind of grow into his star a little bit because uh, he's so talented. By the way, we were talking about some March Madness upsets. Chris Sale went to FGCU. Get out. Yeah, a few years ago, that was Dunk City. Mm-hmm. They'd, be, they'd, be, they'd be Georgetown that year. I don't know. That was big. So Was that Otto Porter's year? Or no, that was later. Maybe like... No, Otto Porter was a long time ago. No, that was Otto Porter, I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, um, Red Sox or Yankees? That's my prediction. Red Sox or Yankees? I think they'll be going back and forth Daniel, all year. We, I like that. Can we play a fun game? Let's play a fun game. Let's, just for the A, at least, we'll do this, okay? Yeah. Let's choose... Let's go through the five teams and say a throwback name from our childhood. Oh, I love it. Let's, can do, I start? let's do all 30. Let's go. Can I start? Baltimore. Okay, we'd like to introduce second baseman Brian Roberts. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> hey, Red Sox, I'm going to hit you with Trot Nixon. Former Indian. Former Indian. Trot Nixon. Trot Nixon. Okay, let's go. You can do a Yankees one. Do you want me to do the Yankees one? Give me one. No, I got it. Francisco Cervelli. Nice. <laughs> that's not that old school. No, he but has the biggest funny. batting helmet in the game. But that was funny, though. That was funny. Okay, Rays. Scott Casimir. Wow, former Indian too. Yeah. Actually, shout out, I think, to Mickey Calloway. Oh, Ooh. who's he left? He's a manager somewhere. Mickey Calloway? Yeah. Um, where's he a manager? Mets? Mets, yeah, he's a yeah. manager of the Mets. Wow, shout out to Mickey Calloway, one of the better pitching coaches. I'm going on the line in MLB history. Wow. This guy turned around so many. Um, pitchers that had some rough points, and I think one of them was Scott Casimir, um, who used to be great, had a rough period, now he's very good again. And I also think he turned around Carlos Carrasco. Um, he helped Kluber become the pitcher he is today, and uh, very happy for him in the Mets, and I wish nothing but the best for Mickey Calloway. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, Blue Jays. You're up. I mean, if you can help me out if you want. Let me see. Blue Jays, Blue Jays. Carlos Delgado. Wow. That dude was unstoppable in backyard baseball. Oh, <laughs> God. That um, was a lot of fun. That was great. Hey, and um, if our listeners have any names for us, tweet at us. You know, we, 
we love to uh, to hear what you guys have to think, and we really, really enjoy hearing throwback baseball names. Hundred percent. Can we do it for the central too? Yeah, no, we're gonna do it for all of them, but let's talk about the central. We were talking. We touched on the Indians. Okay. Um. So Minnesota. Had a yeah, very surprising season last Until they ran to the Yankees in the wildcard game. Boom. By the way, that Brian Dozier home run to lead it off. That was Dozier, yeah. yeah. That was. That was depressing. That but was then, but then, awesome. Didi Gregorius came in and saved the day. Um, the Twins had the biggest turnaround probably in MLB history. The worst team in the league to a wildcard team. Yeah, and that's why also I love the new um, wildcard rule. That was yeah. the only reason they made it, right? They were right. an away team. And shout out to... Um, Rob Manfred, or that was actually um, Bud Seeley. I think it was Seeley, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, that's been for a while now. That's made baseball so much more exciting. Um, and the, I would expect another really good season right. from the Twins. If you look at their outfield, they got, they got Buxton, Byron Buxton. He, I think he got around the bases once in like 14 seconds. He has wheels. Wheels for days, Should, for yeah, months. You want to hear story time? Sure. So, back in my day, I used to be a pretty good uh, high school baseball player. There we go. I did not have wheels like Byron Buxton. I don't think, I don't think most had wheels like Byron Buxton. Um, I once hit a home run. Yeah, over Woo. a fence. Big deal. Boom. One of my good buddies told me, who's actually um, submitted a question. Going to get a shout-out later nice, in the show. Nice, nice. By the time I got to home plate, no one cared anymore. <laughs> That's great. Because it took that long. <laughs> Tip to all high school baseball players: Run a little faster than you think. But at the same time, I never. I, ne- I also in. played high school baseball. I never had the chance to hit a homer. Soak it in. You know. You know what? Yeah. Soak take it in. take a minute and a half to round the bases. You just hit a homer. You're in high school. That. that doesn't happen to most people. Take a Great. good two minutes. Great. Pe- you know, people should be able to, like, you know, be able to acknowledge the fact that you hit a home run. Don't rush through it. Maybe yeah, one way at second base, like put your hands in the air and kind of like, you know, do a little celebration. I think I, that's what I would do. <laughs> I would stop right before. I'm saying this like I would, but I finished high school. But I would go back and stop like when I'm almost home and wait till all of my teammates came around home like, plate. No, like, this I'm is not, the way to week World Series. You guys, you guys want this run? I'm not touching home plate until you guys all go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like throw the batting. I'm like, guys, get it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and another interesting team, the Central, is the Royals. They yeah. lost Eric Hosmer. That's a big loss for them. The team leader. Padres. Padres. And he's one of the better players in the league. And in the Royals, it's actually really interesting that um, they won the World Series a few years they ago. won the World Series a few years ago, yeah. and, and it seemed like those were a bunch of uh, guys that were homebred. And right. you think that they would be in the... Um, You'd think that they would be uh, a team that could put together a, I'll call it not a dynasty, but consecutive Yeah, they, were, they had a young core. Right, but now looking at their roster, a lot of those names are gone. Yeah, I mean, they still have, you know, Salvador Perez. Um, they still have Mike Moustakas. Calvin Herrera. I don't think that's I don't think that, that, that's one of them, but... I don't know, he's great, though. I just want he to is, give him a shout-out. Um, a guy I've been hearing a lot about is Whit Merrifield, infielder. Huh. Yeah. I've not heard much about him. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard that much about him either, but he's you know, pretty so highly in fantasy baseball. So, you know. Jorge. He's a second baseman outfielder. Last year, he had 288, had 19 homers, 78 ribbies. And RBIs for, for those. And also 34 stolen bases. Like, very solid season. And it looks like, a, oh, 
I actually didn't know Jorge Solar played for them last year, but he's a really good player. Yeah, very Jorge talented. Solar. You know, he's, he's young, still a little inconsistent, but he's very talented. So the Royals could be a team that kind of bounces back this year, but I would look for um, the Indians to control the division and the Twins to kind of be there also. Maybe make another wild card yeah, run. I, I want to give a little shout-out to Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera had his worst year ever last year. But, you know, he, he battles some injuries. and But he's one of the best hitters of the generation. And... Indians fan again. Um, I mean, I he is such a good hitter. I remember as an Indians fan, you legitimately think there's a chance he hits it at the park, out of the park every time he's up. Right. And I story time. I remember where one game. Pretty sure this is how it went down. Like I was a little bit late. I know, shocking. Um, <laughs> but I'm walking into the park. Top of the first, and you're like, okay, hopefully it's zero zero, whatever. Nah, Miguel Cabrera just hit it out of the park. Right. That's the definition of a vibe killer. I mean, this guy in 2012 won the triple crown. And by the way, it's crazy you say. And, so. then, and then, and then two years later, led the MLB in doubles. And and at, well, two years ago he hit 316. Three years ago he hit 338, and um, had an on base percentage of 440. Was he a triple crown? He was a triple crown in 2012, yeah. Probably the last... Was he the most recent guy to most do it? Most recent one to do it, yeah. Wow. And that is just unbelievable because it's putting together so many baseball intangibles characteristics. He got yeah. contact. He got clutch with RBI. I think RBI is clutch and right. homer power. He, he also led the week in slugging and um, OPS. So, like... He also led the led the AO in grounding into double plays, so. But hey. Hey, it happens when, when you're getting the triple crown. You can have a little bit of leeway. I agree. But I think he'll bounce back in a big way. I drafted him in fantasy, and you know I'm, I'm looking for a great thing. He's only 34 years old, still mm-hmm. kind of the the um, tail end of his prime, and I, I think he'll bounce back. So now now we're gonna do. Throwback guys. Throwback guys. Um, I'll uh, you got it. You can start White off with Scott Putsednik. Oh my God, yes. Daniel! You legend, Jermaine Dye. Okay, um, okay, fine. Uh, Jermaine Dye was born on um, February 29th, Weep Day. So really? He's only, like te- he's only like ten years old. Now. So, are you predicting a Jermaine Dye comeback? Hey, you know he has eight years or so till he can actually, you know, be drafted. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tangent time. Ta-da! Um, wait, 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 wait. Boom! Yes. Clutch, Daniel. Why don't you um, tell everyone about? Vladimir Guerrero. Which one? Both. Vladimir Guerrero. What was, happened um, last night? Oh, that was awesome. So, Vladimir Guerrero, senior, MLB, is he a Hall of Famer yet? Yeah, I think he is. Uh-huh. MLB Hall of Famer, or would be soon Hall of Famer. He'd swing at anything. Um, a legend for the Expos, the Angels, and a few other teams. He played for the Orioles for a little bit. One of the best hitters of all time. His son, Vlad Guerrero Jr., is another. He's one of the best prospects in baseball. Last really? night, I know he was that good. Yeah, no, he's really, really good. He's probably. I, I, I think he'll make the big squad. He's like 19 though. I don't know. He's very young. After that, how do you not? So, so last night, he. Um, you know what? Last night he had a walk off homer. He's ranked as the third best prospect right now. How old is he? He's 19. We're wow. older than. So him. He'll, 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 we are. You are older than him. I am slightly... Oh, no, no, we're both older than him. He's born in 99. Wow. Crazy. So, um... So, yeah. I don't know if he's going to start the year in the majors, but he had a walk-off homer last night in Montreal where his father started his career. 
and it was awesome. Full circle. And uh, Daniel, I'm going to try and uh, retweet that video for all of our listeners yeah. where they could check it. Ooh, that is all oh, get out. Oh, Great man, side work. by side. MLB, wow. MLB um, does good things. At the adding M- ourselves. I like it. Good call. I'm just going to retweet it. Good. Nice. So, uh, for those of our fans that have not had the chance to check it out, it's amazing. We just retweeted it. And the guy can flat out play. Uh, he, I think he'll be a star for years to come. I hope so. Ooh. Um, and so Daniel. What, what's he going? No, Alan, you're up. Ready? Indians. Indians. I think I know what he's going to say. There's so many ways to go. I'm gonna okay. You know, I have it locked into my head. I'll tell. I'll tell you if, it, if oh, I have the prediction. Right. No, what's that guy's name? Josh Barfield. Nah, that wasn't. I thought he was gonna say Kenny Lofton. I was gonna say Jason Michaels, but that's whatever. Good. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> okay, Tigers, Tigers, Tigers. Maglio Ordonez. That's just a fun. Maglio Ordonez, fine. You'll get that one. I like Brandon Inge too. Brandon so, Inge is great. Thank Whoa. You. Wait, wait. Placido Polanco. That's the best one, of all three. It's definitely the best one. Okay, let's go Royals. Uh, I got it. Did you forget? I'm confusing. Not David DeLucci. He was one of their best players, but lefty. Uh, I got it. David DeJesus? David DeJesus. Let's go. Yes. Man. Like, I do one for the Twins? Yeah. Michael Kadire. Nick Punta, but yeah, you do your Nick Punta's the classic one for the twins, though. Fine. We've already had this discussion like four times. I know. Ourselves. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the AOS. Astros. They're really good. They won the World Series last year. Um, and then they added Well, let's skip the Astros. Yeah, let's skip the Astros. <laughs> Astros. Forget the Astros. They're um, good. They're good. They're great. They have a guy named Altuve. They have a guy named Correa. They have a guy named Springer. They're all really good at baseball. And they also have a pitcher named Justin Verlander. And a pitcher named Dallas Keuchel. And a pitcher named Garrett Cole. And they're really good. And they beat the Yankees. And I'm mad about it. You know the crazy thing about the um, the Astros? What? If I... Oh, he's actually starting in the minors. Oh. But they have a young stud up and coming named Kyle Tucker. Boom. Watch out. Hurry here first. Um, It's crazy where you see a World Series team having one of the best young prospects in the league. Right. Watch out. And also, um, Daniel, as we're going through the MLB, I think the Astros are a great time for me to throw this idea out there. One thing I want so bad from this MLB season, the for the MLB to promote the players showing their personality. Yeah. I remember the World Baseball Classic last year. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Yeah, the way these pumped. guys are celebrating, reacting. Let us see those bad flips. Yeah. You know? Like, and, and I think um, one reason I'm thinking about this now, because I think the Astros play the game with such passion and love. A guy like Corey Springer. Man. Corey Springer? George Springer. George, who's Corey Springer? You're thinking Corey Seager. <laughs> George Springer. Like. Corey Seager's on the um, uh, the Dodgers. The shortstop. His brother's on the Mariners? Yeah, kind of. Great. Um, but I, I really hope that. I really hope that that is a, um, something that happens this year. Yeah, definitely. I want to see Frankie Lindor smile. He has a very nice smile. Yeah. But 
I think the thing with the uh, we also left out Alex Bregman, their young third baseman. This team is stacked top to bottom, and it would be very tough to stop them. I don't see anyone in the AOS stopping them. There is one team in the AL that could stop them. It's the Yankees. Indians. Yankees. Um, and let's give out a shout out to the Shohei Otani Angels. You mean the Mike Trout Angels, the best player in baseball, on fast track to being one That's of the like top ten players of all time? Shohei Otani. Mike Trout. Um, Daniel, I have a quick thought for you, okay? Yes. Do you think we should um, speed up, since we're live, guys, yeah. um, do you think we should speed up MLB so we can spend a little bit more time on our fan questions? Um, I think we should, I think we should um, maybe take a short break after we go through, we, we talk about Mike Trout for a minute or so, and then we'll go through the NL a little bit, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll right. go right into our fan questions and a hot take. Love it. Boom. So I think Mike Trout's really good at baseball. And, and by the way, yeah. the reason the sock and shelf had so great, how many places do you get to see behind the scenes like this? Yeah, we just planned out our pod on air. Daniel, you got me going again. Let's um, go. Tangent. Ta-da! Wait. Wait. Boom. How awesome was that Mookie Betts? Oh, that was awesome. Spring training baseball, Mookie Betts. He's in talking the in the outfield. I love it. Getting interviewed by ESPN, and the ball gets hit over his head. And mid-play, he's like, I'm not going to catch this one, boys. The quote is, I ain't going to get this one, boys. And you hear him going, ah! And it's, it's awesome. so cool. Shout out to ESPN. And, and I, it's raw. It's raw, just raw, like the Sajan Trout pod. Yeah, I wish that that could be more of a... Um, thing during regular season, but I don't think I don't that's know. I don't realistic. Think I don't think it's going to happen. Not even, I don't know if I want that. Yeah, yeah. But like, the idea is, is great. The, 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 the idea behind it is great. 100%. Mike Trout's really good. I hope he, you know, the team gets to the playoffs this year because Mike Trout is really good for baseball because he's the best. He's unbelievable. All right. So now we, we also, um, Oakland, Seattle, and Texas are in that division. Um, so let's just quickly, AL MVP. LeBron. Uh, LeBron. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Who else? I think gotta go Trout. Trout? Yeah. I agree with you. I think Trout with Judge and Stanton two and three. Boom. Okay. With nice. Lindor and Ramirez. And then and who do you think rookie of the year will be? I don't know if you know enough about the rookies. You know what? Let's Google. Year. Top rookies. Yeah. Um because top rookies. Yeah, MLB twenty eight. One thing is maybe there are guys that came up at the end of the last year. I think year. it might be a Red Sox, which bothers me. Okay. We'd like to think MLB.com. Maybe Shohei Otani. I don't think so. Oh, this is a good article. This is a good article. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be awesome if Francisco Mejia, I think his name's pronounced. Of the Indians? Of the Indians. Catcher, third base prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, Glebar Torres. You Glebar think he'll Torres. come up early? Yeah. I don't know. I think this is going to be... I would be... love it with Glebar Torres, but I, I think it might be... Is I don't know if he has... Um, I'm really excited to see. Yeah, I'm excited I mean, to I'm not familiar with many of these guys, so I'm, I'm really sure excited. If, uh, is, is Rafael Devers on the Red Sox available to be a? Is he a rookie still? I don't think he's a rookie still. So I, I would I would go with him, but I don't think he's a rookie. I'm excited to see. Um, I'm excited to see. Uh, to get more familiar with these new faces, right? Right. I'm looking they're, forward to that. They're, they're going to burst on the scene, and and while we're on the concept topic of rookies, I'm just going to name my NL rookie of the year. I think it'll be Ronald Acuna. Um, the top prospect in baseball right now. He's on the Braves. He's on the Braves. 
know, with that young squad with Dansby Swanson. What a great name. That's a great name. But um, Acuna, he's um, he's hit like 450 in, in, in the spring training, like four homers. He's been tearing the laces off the ball, and I think I think he'll get it. Great. Um, and Oh, I want to quickly do Cy Young. Yeah. Cy Young, Luis Severino, no question. Yeah, go Yankees. Yeah, Corey Kluber, no question. Boom. Okay, let's do a quick – oh, let's do um, throwbacks in um, the AOS, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back with the NL. Okay. Some fan questions. Great. And then a little hot take. That sounds awesome, man. And then we'll call it. See? Behind the scenes. Okay. Astros. I don't even have to think about this one. Craig Biggio. Carlos Lee. Great call. Oh, very um. nice. <laughs> but Carlos Lee for the Cubs. He was on Houston, though, right? He was on Houston also. Great. Yeah. Wait, no. No, Carlos Lee. Yes, Carlos Lee. Okay. Um, Miami. Go. Miami. Oh, I have a good one. Wait, Miami? You mean LA? I'm sorry. No, I... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Looking at the NL. No, it's sorry. Okay. You're excited. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I want someone better than that. Let me know if you got anything. I got some. I got Troy Gloss. Love that. Boom. Love that. Yeah. Got one for Oakland. Um. Um, for our listeners, we're not sure what the music is either. If you hear music, it's great though. It's I very lo- solid. I love the vibe that it. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I don't know if. Let's just go with um. We'd like to thank Moneyball for helping us out with yeah, this. You want Hattie? Um. Scott Hatterberg. Sure. Who are you gonna go with? Giambi. Giambi. Oh, Johnny Giambi. Damon. Johnny Damon. Nice. Okay, Seattle. Um, did Scott Spezio play for Seattle? Wow, I haven't heard that name. Let me see. In so long. Shout out to Ichiro being back with them, right? Dan's locked in. Yeah, he did. He did for a few wow. years. He also played for the A's. To that. Boom. What Scott, a throw it. Spies. And shout out to Ichiro being back. Yeah, right. good for him. And now the Rangers. Y'all one? I guess this isn't it. I'll give you a minute to think about it and try to help us out, mm-hmm. but just Josh Hamilton on the Rangers. Was I awesome. like that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Edison Volquez before he was traded for Josh Hamilton. He wasn't. He didn't do much there, but you know, that was fun. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna take a short break, um, and then we'll be back and you get to hear our awesome theme music. We and we're back. Are back. Hope you didn't miss us for too long, you know, we just need to, you know, clear our heads a little bit. I feel refreshed. Yeah. Just feel like we had another spring break. Another spring break, boom. Two minutes, same thing. <laughs> it's all about, like, how focused you right. are about relaxing. Exactly. Focus relaxation. Boom. Let's roll with it. Yeah. Well, Can we trademark that? Focus relaxation. Yes. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't what I wanted to hit. <laughs> If, if, if you're a sound guy, you want to, you know, help us out, that'd be great. Please. Yeah. You know you, you know how to reach us. Right. At Sock and Shop Pod. Actually, no, at Sock and Shop on Twitter or um, Sock and Shop Pod on Facebook. Look it. for the green logo. Maybe our good friend, Alex Gelman. Shout, Shout out, out to our, our graphic designer, Alex Gelman. Okay. Let's go with the National League. The NL East. The Washington Nationals are the queer favorite in that. Division. Yeah, and also um, 
stacked. Uh, wow. Bryce Harper's. He's a good. He's a good baseball player. Upcoming free agent, right? I, I, is he? Is he? Um, is he considering the Yankees? Maybe. Maybe. That'd be the best outfield. Ever. Out. It'd be like it'd be three right fielders. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. But I th- I think we'd make it work. I think we'd be, I think we'd we'd figure it out. Wow, would that be crazy? <laughs> um, so, so so yeah, I, and and you know what? I really think that Bryce Harper should go to New York. Really, I think that it would be great for the Yankees. And you know what? It might be time for the Nationals to rebuild a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> kidding, kidding. No, they're they're, they're nah, stacked. They're great. If you look at like, I'm just gonna run through their lineup. Um, just theoretically, say Trey Turner batting first. The guy is He's possibly great. faster than Buxton. Actually no, let's go. Let's go here. Adam Eden batting first. Uh huh. <laughs> Trey Turner batting second. Then you have Murphy batting third. No, Harper batting third. Murphy hitting fourth. Zimmerman hitting fifth. Rendon hitting sixth. Matt Weeder. Matt Weeder hitting catcher. He's a good hitting catcher. And Michael A. Taylor. And then you have a pitcher. But like this team, like one uh, before, Taylor is fine. But like one through seven is you don't want to be facing that lineup. Or, or, like. Anthony Rendon is a guy who's a, a dark horse MVP candidate, and he's their six hitter. And I'm gonna, I don't see any holes on this team. We just went through these. I mean, the starting pitching: Scherzer, Strasburg, Gio Gonzalez, Taylor, Tyler Rourke, Taylor Rourke, Rourke. Yeah. Um, and look at their bullpen. Benoit is awesome. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Benoit. I say that. I say that's their only relative weakness. I, I don't think it's a weakness. I, I think it's not a super strength. But them. I'm just because the rest of their team is so Doolittle's good. Doolittle's a good cl- closer, right? They're very, they're very good. Right. They're just not like up to the level of their. But I'm saying that they think those are starters that could go to the seventh every game, right? And get it to Benoit Doolittle game. I over. mean, Scherzer's has won two what, wait, two Youngs, three Youngs? No, I think he's won three. Let me check on that again. Fun fact about Scherzer: his eyes are different colors, blue and brown. It's so cool. Let's see. Let's see how many Cy Youngs he's won. Let's see. He has won three Cy Youngs, one with the Detroit, and he's won back-to-back Cy Youngs. Cy, yeah, Cy Youngs. It's really crazy how many good pitchers have gone through Detroit. Ooh, ooh, can I show off? Go. Um, let's go with Verlander, Scherzer. Rick Porcello. Rick Porcello, <laughs> Doug Fister. Yeah, that's what, that, was the, that was one rotation. I had more. Yeah. He had, um, in the last two years, he led the league in strikeouts, both um, years, 284 and 268. He led the league in whip. Walks and hits per innings pitch, per inning pitch. I liked, I'd like to officially say I don't think that was me showing off, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, wow. So yeah. So he's David Price. David, wow, David Price was there, right? Because I, I, I was just thinking, like, they haven't done a great job of holding on to their talent. They haven't done a good job of holding. Victor on to Martinez was awesome there. Yeah, they only have Miguel Ian Burns. Kinsler, Prince Fielder. He retired. But <laughs> wow. Yeah. Come on the pot, Prince. Yeah. Hey. Got some time on your hands. We're here. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that team is stat. I don't see anyone challenging them. But the Phillies, Jake Arrieta, they have a good young team. They got uh, Carlos Reese Santana. Hoskins, Carlos Santana. Um, you know, some other good prospects. They, they signed a second baseman named Scott something to uh a six-year deal. He's Scott like, okay. something. Something's a really cool last name. Let me see. Name. Let me see. Scott Kingery. Oh, I thought that was his last name. Something. No, not Scott something. Scott Kingery signed a six-year deal. He's a, one of their good prospects. You, Aaron Noah is um, 
is uh, their opening day starter, even though they have Jake Arrieta. Aaron is a great you, pitcher from LSU. You know, one of my um, favorite things about opening day is it? when, I'm going to go back to the olden days when we used to read newspapers. Uh, yes. um, when you would see the list of the starting pitching matches. Oh, that's the best. Stud, 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 stud. Yep. Yep, definitely. Um, and then, yeah, and, and just um, interesting point about the Marlins. Yeah. Your boy Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. Shout out to Derek. Hey, if you want to come on the pod, yeah, that'd be awesome. And and also speaking of um, shout outs to our good friends, uh, as we aforementioned, uh, Mickey Calloway, shout out. Mm-hmm. Matt's Match best manager. of luck. Yep, yep. I think the Mets and the Marlins will probably be at the bottom. I think the, I think Atlanta will make a little run with their young, talented team that gets some excitement in Atlanta. Can we call that a hot take? It's a hot take. Hot Atlanta. Hot take. <laughs> Boom. So, I think it's time to do some throwbacks. Do you want to start with the Braves? Yeah, Andrew Jones next. Andrew Nice. Okay. <sighs> Marlins. Marlins, Marlins. We're going back to the Florida Marlins days. Mike Lowell. Third Love baseman. That. I didn't know a lot of third baseman. Mets. That's too easy. Jose Reyes. That's a little weak, but it's fun. It's a, David Wright, weak, fun. Weak, weak, fun, though. Okay, Phillies. There's something here. Pat like, Burrell. Lo- yes. I think it's pronounced Burrell. Burrell. Right? Either one. Raul Ibanez. Boom. Let's just shout out to Ryan Howard. Shout um, out to Ryan Howard. Not from The Office, but... He's great, but... He, oh, you, you haven't gotten up to that yet. What? Ryan Howard goes on The Office as Ryan Howard. No, I... Oh, get out. Yeah, the, the Ryan Howard of the like Phillies. Like Cameron Jordan, Jordan Cameron? No, no, but like Ryan Howard of the Phillies. Goes on. Goes on. And he, on. that's really cool. You know, cool. Ryan Howard is named after Ryan Howard. I didn't know that. Because Scranton. Love that. Shout out to The Office. One of the best television programs ever made. Yeah. Love The Office. Yeah. Um, hey, Michael Scott or Steve Carell, if you want to come on the show. <laughs> we'll take either Michael Scott or Steve Carell. Either one. Either one. Boom. Um, and then... Let's see. Nationals. Expos. Go Expos also. Uh, shout out to the Expos for doing one of the greatest trades in MLB history for the Cleveland Indians. I just want to get my facts right. Um, are you able to look it up real quick as I use... Yeah. Um, we got Grady Sizemore, Brandon Phillips, um, maybe Cliff Lee for... The great Bartolo Colon. Okay. Cliff Lee, Brendan Phillips, Brady Sizemore, Colon, and Tim Tim Drew. I nailed it. Oh, wait, wait. For Colon. Wait. Yeah. Phillips, Lee, and Sizemore. Yeah. Wow. You like that knowledge? Very nice. Boom. Um, okay, so let's go Vlad. Let's go Vlad. Let's go Vlad. Should we talk about Vlad earlier? Also, Pedro Martinez got his career started. Ooh, One of, I think he also was on the Dodgers for a little bit. Love that. Yeah. All right. NL Central. Again, it's the Cubs division to lose. They're clearly the favorite. Um, who's Milwaukee? <laughs> Milwaukee. Cincinnati was terrible last year, but underrated guy Joey Votto. Gotta give a shout out to Joey Votto. He is uh, very similar to Miguel. Cuero. Again, one of the best hitters. Probably we've ever seen, but doesn't get the same appreciation. This guy gets on base all day, all day. One second, one second, one second. Yeah. Give me a minute. Let me hold. 
Puerto Rican. Um, I'm just, I'm just there. I know. Did they just have Prince Fielder as an advertisement? I don't think so. I, I don't think they did. Oh, no. This this is yeah. Eric Thames. Power hitter. Yeah. He's awesome. Let me look at their depth chart. The Brewers. We're looking at the Brewers a little bit. Oh, wow. Right. They added a lot of guys. This is a solid team. The pitching could use work, but Chris and Yellick and left. My lookalike. Ryan Braun is not even projected to start. Maybe he'll be. Oh, I was going to see. Lorenzo Cain in center and Domingo Santana in right. Oswaldo Arcia. Oswaldo Arcia, really. Baseball. Yes, and also really good, really good shortstop. They had a, they did one of those, those great, um, one of those great Sandlot. Oh, that was. That was great. They, awesome. That was led by Stephen Vogt, their catcher. You know, they, they, they could do some, they can do some damage. I, they I have do the think vibes. They, they do have the vibes, but I, I would expect the Cubs to run away with this one. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, like this team, like they're still really, really good from when they won the World Series. John Lester. They don't have Arietta anymore. But they're they still have one of the best lineups in baseball. Um, I think the rest of the teams in the division are probably pretty re- in rebuilding mode. But I want to do a, a continue my shout out to Joey Votto because he doesn't get enough love. What a stud! Last year he had an on base percentage of Alan. Take a guess what it was. Don't look. Four thirty four. Four fifty four. Man, I'm good with my numbers. He walked. He he's led. His career on base is 428. That means he gets on 42%, 43% of the time. He's led the major leagues in on-base percentage in six of the last eight years. He has over 100 and, walks a year, and basically. He's, and he's doing this on teams that have been so great. No protection for him. No protection. Yet he's always on base. He's all, and, he, and he hits, too. He doesn't just walk. He had, he had 100 RBIs last year in a bad team. He came in second in the MVP voting. No one's talking about him. So... This guy, he's great, and but it's the Cubs division. Okay, ready? Throwbacks. Um, Cubs. Derek Lee. Nice. Go. Oh, it was Derek Lee. I was thinking Carl. Right, right. Reds. Um, shoot. Oh, Bronson Arroyo. Wow, love that. Um, Brewers. Cleveland Indians opening day roster when they played there because it was snowing. Nice. Next. Nate McLeod, sorry. I love Nate McLeod. Yo, that was sick. I love Nate. Take it, take it. Okay, St. Louis, my favorite one, David Eckstein. Um, And out west. Dodgers. Dodgers Dodgers are really, really good. They're really, really, really good at baseball. Shout out, as we forementioned, I think that's my third time saying forementioned. Now that's my fourth. Um, Forementioned, five. Eric Hosmer to the Padres, correct? Padres have some young, have some guys who can play. Will Myers, you know, some good power hitters. Yeah. Um, and um, that's a great division. Great. I should like that. Dynamics are good. And San Francisco added Longoria yeah. in the offseason. The Rockies are They solid. added Andrew McCutcheon in the offseason. And they also added Jeff Samarja in the offseason. Wow. This is a great division. Wait, no, they, added Jeff Samarja last year. they added Jeff Samarja at some point. And Arizona had like 90-something wins, like 95 uh, wins last year. still there? Goldschmidt's still there. He's, He's great. great. He's and great. also um, third baseman Jake Lamb, watch out for him. Okay. Right back. But Dodgers. So, Alan, who's your pick to come out of the who, who, division picks? We already went through them. Got to go but Dodgers. Dodgers winning the, winning the, um, the pennant, I think. Oh, from the oh, we haven't even done that yet. MVP choice. Let's go MVP choice first. Should I start? Let's go Harper. Harper? Man I think I think Joey Votto. I think the team is a little bit better and, they, and he puts up unreal numbers. Okay. Cy Young, I think um, Kershaw. We didn't even talk about Kershaw. He's really, really good. Um, Kershaw or Scherzer, one of the two. 
Uh, speaking about pitchers, uh, I love John Lester. And shout nice. out to how hard he's worked in the offseason about yeah. throwing it over to first. The bounce pass. Yeah. Right. Uh, that should be Creativity. Cool yeah, I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, we already said Rookie of the Year, Ronald Acuna. Braves, young, Chevy team. Should we uh, go with World Series predictions? Let's go World Series predictions. Let's, let's see. From the AO, who do you got? Cleveland Indians. New York Yankees. No bias. From the NL, who do you have? Uh, Nats or Dodgers. Let's go Nats, because it'd be Nats. fun. Maybe I could go to a game. Maybe. Um, I don't know. The Dodgers were just there. I think Cubs. Yankees, Cubs. Okay. And I think the Yankees win it. And Indians win. Yes. All right. Boom. No bias. <laughs> and then let's do our um, NL. Do we do NL West? We didn't do uh, players in the NL West yet. Throwbacks. Okay. Arizona. Oh, I remember Arizona. Luis Gonzalez. Hit the walk-off single in uh, the um, what World Series was it? The 2001 World Series to beat the Yankees. I was three years old. Do you remember? I don't remember, but I've seen it. It's terrible. We were one striker. Yeah. <laughs> Yankees haven't won enough. It stinks. <laughs> terrible. Um, Rockies. Oh, um, Todd Helton. Easy. I, I take your Brad Helton. I, not not Todd. I gave it away. Todd Helton. I raise you Brad Hop. Oh, you for Brad Hop. Okay. Dodgers. Who's on Dodgers? Sean Green. I love Andre here. Nice. I, I love Andre here. Okay. Padres. Oh my God. There was, there was a time when I legitimately didn't. There was a time where I legitimately didn't know any guy in the Padres nice. except like one. Neither oh, do. Neither no, do. No, 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 no. What was his name? Uh, Yankees third baseman. In Nervous Soarte. No. <laughs> <laughs> he went from the Yankees to the Padres. He's I just want to look up. Chase Padres. Headley. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, and now the Giants, San Francisco Giants. Barry Bonds. People, people, you know. Barry Bonds. Yes. Yeah. He was really good. But if we're doing like a more of a behind the scenes guy, Will Clark. I'm pretty sure he's from the 90s and before either of us were born. But, you know, it's a cool name. And I'm confident and to that's say it. That's it. That's it from our baseball that. preview. That was great. Hope you guys enjoyed. And now it's time for our first ever, Man. our inaugural. For whatever, our first ever mailbag. So we received six questions on um, on Twitter and Facebook, and we know we're just gonna answer them. So the first question is: Can you explain Sports Illustrated's reasoning behind predicting the Nationals beating the Yankees in the World Series? Please list the superior qualities that the Nationals have over the Yankees, which will ultimately bring them to victory. You know what? It seems a little biased. Daniel. Um... I think we should stay very specific to the way the question was asked. Yep. And you should say why the Nationals are better than the Yankees. Right. You can do it, man. I, I don't know if I can. I believe in you. I have to keep my my integrity as a as a podcaster. So remember, okay. We're, we're on the reasoning for Sports Illustrated's for Sports Illustrated predicting the Nationals being the Yankees is that Sports Illustrated doesn't always know what they're talking about. But the Nats do have some superior qualities to the Yankees. Their rotation is much better than the Yankees. But their bullpen is much better at not being better than the Yankees. <laughs> their lineup is about even with the Yankees. They're, it's very different. I'd say the Yankees' middle is more is is more destructive, but the Nats have more balance in their lineup. So the Nats definitely could beat the Yankees. And also, I, I think purely talent level. I'm just a, I'm a Yankees fan, so I'm not going to say that I want you know I'm not going to say I want the Nats to win. One interest. But I think the Nats definitely have a shot against the Yankees, and I've tried to stay as, as, as middle of the line as possible. And, and um, one thing I want to add, 
we Bryce Harper is a free agent this offseason, correct? Wait, he's an he's free agent this offseason? No, I don't know. Do the Yankees like, have like, is, more right? cap space than they usually okay, have? It sounds like it they is. do have more cap space than um, they usually have. So it seems like this is a do or die year for the Nationals. Um, right. And I think that's something that Sports Illustrated have in mind, had in mind, and and like they've also chosen three times in the last six years. They so what? They've chosen a lot. Almost really? every year, then they choose the Nats. They either be in the World Series or win the World oh, Series. Interesting. They're a very good team every year. They win in the upper nineties. Okay. They're a great it, team. Is but, this? You know. Thank you for that question. Thank you for that question. That was a great, great, great question. question. Um, and I would like to read. Is it our first mention of football? I meant soccer on the air. I think it is. With the baseball season approaching, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on Cristiano Ronaldo and his impact on the game of soccer? Wow, this is a loaded question. First of all, I'd like to break down the connection between baseball season approaching and its connection to Ronaldo. I got it. Okay. Baseball season's approaching. We've begun the soccer season on the Soccer Shop Pod because we haven't talked about it yet, and now it's uh-huh. the first time. A time for new beginnings. Yeah. Wow. It's like the the Alex Gelman, our um, um, our graphic designer. Our graphic designer. Thank you. It's like he knew we were talking about baseball in this right. episode, and he already knew we were going to make that connection. Right. Should we give a shout out to um, the person, people who asked the questions? Yeah, let's or? do it. So, um, the f- you want to do it? You got it. The first question was asked by Danielle Zuckerman. Ah, uh, thank you, Danielle, for the question and for yeah. being a supporter from day one. From day one, the original days of the pod. Um, Alex Gelman, thank you for... Question number two. And now we should answer. And a great logo. Yeah. I almost skipped right over that. So, um, being the in-house soccer expert... um, All yours, all yours. (laughs) He kicks it it fast. I think... Where can you even start? It's like asking what is LeBron... What's the impact LeBron has had on the game of basketball? I think... The game of soccer will never be the same after Ronaldo. I think right. he has brought a level of um, speed, skill, and strength. Mm-hmm. And I think showing that you can really be that complete player, actually very similar to LeBron, and also um, showing up in the biggest moments. Um, he has just made soccer one of the most exciting sports. Right. Agreed. How did I do? That's, I got. That's great. Move on to question three. Yeah. This question is: Who is the best looking player in the NBA? Um, stupid question, Anthony Zizich. Um, um, I'd have to argue there, Michael Beasley. The answer is always Michael Beasley. When in doubt, Michael Beasley. I just use eleven percent of my brain. <laughs> I take your Michael Beasley you and that, rate it. I'm going to retweet yes. that right now. I'm going to retweet my favorite video of all time. And I'm going to raise your Beasley with Chetty Osman. Jetty, I think to pronounce it. Jetty from Turkey? Yeah. I think so. Nice. And um, was that Jonah Rosenblum? I, I think it was. Shout out to our man, Jonah Rosenblum. Um, what a great question. You know, like, that's something. I, I don't know if I was expecting to answer I wasn't a question expecting, like that. Yeah, that's not what but we had in mind, but you know. Just like. Hey, we're, we'll answer your questions. It's what. Jonah on basketball keeps you on your toes, or right. actually puts you. Off of your toes because he breaks your ankle. Ooh. Um, or his ankles, I should have said. But Jonah thinks they're keeping us on our toes. Um, shout out to our man, Jacob Cohen, for this next question. 
OBJ question mark. Jacob OBJ question mark. That's OBJ all, all, all is a player on the New York Giants, great wide receiver. Okay, yeah, I just on. I just retweeted the video. You see what I did there? It was funny. Oh, sorry, sorry. What do you say? I said OBJ is Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver yes. on the Giants. Moving Correct. on. Wow. That's true. That's all he really asked. So, um, uh, <laughs> let's give him a little bit more. Yeah. He's a dedicated fan. So, my thoughts are, um, I think it's a very interesting situation. In my opinion, uh, the question to whether trade him or not, I think it comes down to what they can get back because it depends what route they want to take. If they want to try and have a couple more uh, seasons behind Eli Manning, I think you got to keep OBJ. Right. Or the other way around, at the end of the day, there are teams with a lot of assets. Right. And Odell is a guy that can um, attract, that you can trade for a lot of those assets. Right. And if you're trying to go for a rebuild, this could actually be a really interesting time right. to trade an Odell Beckham Jr. Shout out to the Browns in the words of Jarvis Landry. Go get him. Right. They were teammates in college at LSU. I know. But... Uh, as a Giants fan, I would like to keep OBJ. He's really one of the most explosive weapons in football, and you can't just be like, like, you don't really get rid of a guy like that because of distractions unless they're really bad. We're not really talking about the distractions right now, that kind of stuff, but I think, you know, we got to give him the benefit of the doubt at this point and just, you know. Uh, I mean, breaking news. Breaking Shout news. out to our man, Michael Beasley. Another I think he game. heard um, we were talking about him. 22 points. Eight boards. Three assists. In a losing effort. Most importantly. Right. Because he Gotta knows get, he knows what's for the greater good all of the in for the team. Wow. 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 Okay. But Odell's really good at football, and as a Giants fan, I'd rather I'd want him to be good at football for my team. Okay. Next question. Uh-huh. Oh, shout out to Jacob Cohen. Oh, you already gave a shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Jacob Cohen again. So the next question was a great question. Yes. The first question submitted, shout out. To R.E.A. Sunshine. One of what a the, name. One of the greatest names in the game. Yep. Um, and, and a great question. Will Kyrie Irving look back at the end of his career and regret leaving LeBron? Daniel, thoughts? No, he will not. That is, why? No, oh. Uh, <coughs> why? Next. <laughs> Please explain. Um, he got his title. He contributed to that title a lot. And it was time for him to step out and, you know, find his own place. And... He has really grown into that role and become a leader on the team and become, you know, he, he's not like, he's not by himself where he's like just trying to put up 40 a game. You know, he's really becoming like a real team player, a real point guard, playing good defense, you know, really learning from Brad Stevens. And, you know, that team has gone to new heights when he's been on the floor. That team is also good when he's off the floor because, you know, Terry Rozier, shout out Terry Rozier, really good player. But Trains in Cleveland in the offseason. Very nice. But I think Kyrie has really found his own place in the league. Outside of LeBron, and he's been able to thrive. LeBron's been able to thrive. I don't think he'll look back on it and be like, "Oh, what, what, what did I give up?" Because yes, it's the finals for a while, but at some point, you might get, he, he might have gotten stuck there, mm-hmm. and he never would have been able to have a chance to really prove himself in his prime. And so I think, I think that was a great move by Kyrie. Um, I don't think he'll regret it. Um, Super LeBron, you think he might look back on the way he left? Maybe. But I don't think I don't think he meant it to be bad. I think it ended up being kind of heated and dramatic. Overblown by the media. Overblown by the media. He didn't do it himself. And that's kind of how I look at um, it. Um just playing devil's advocate for a second. Boom. Um you don't think that Shout out to Horns Up. Shout out to Horns Up. We don't up. have an official Horns Up this week. 
but this will be like our horns up. I think Kyrie could have stayed one more year. Right. Um, really, and just soaked in LeBron for another year in his greatness. And with right. LeBron's upcoming free agency, we don't know what he's up to. Maybe that's a very appropriate time to right. change things up. But again, I mean, it looks like it's working out great for Kyrie. Right. And we wish him nothing but the best, especially being a huge, huge Cavs fan. One of the biggest shots in Cavs history. I will always have a great admiration for Kyrie Irving. Okay, last question. He writes, Josh writes, Josh Cox. Shout out, trust the process. Trust the process, a Philly guy. He says, my question for Sagenshaw. What is the future of USA soccer? Two soccer questions. Will they ever compete with their top competitors in Europe and South America? Can I take this one for a second? As yeah, a non-expert, okay. no, no, they will not. And here is why. Because we have other sports that are big sports here, and our best players, our best athletes, aren't playing soccer. Our quickest guys are playing basketball, usually. We have solid soccer players, but those are guys who are who are in soccer because they want to they, they, they want to be and it's not obviously the guys in other countries want to play soccer but that's but that's their main sport it's like how we how no one can compete with us in basketball as with the USA in basketball uh-huh. you're by us you mean me and you no one can compete with us in basketball and no one can compete with the US in basketball mm-hmm. so I don't think they'll be able to compete with the top contenders in Europe and South America unless we start putting more we, we see a increase in the best athletes playing soccer um I disagree I think that another you know, partial horns up I'm, I'm disagreeing from I'm, I'm answering this question from an emotional perspective I don't know but I hope they do because there is something about soccer something about the World Cup something about these big soccer games that just bring the whole nation together and um and I really, I, I watched a little bit of the USA soccer game last night. And these guys are young, athletic, and playing hard. And that can take you a long way, especially um, after something like missing the World Cup. You don't know if there are kids back home that are like, man, I want to be that guy to take us back right. to the World Cup. Right. You may watch World Cup this summer and think that. It's this summer? Wow. Yeah. That this is awesome. I want to get that for USA. And I think. Um, there's a chance it turns around. And on the other side, I think you might see international countries getting more into basketball. Well, they definitely are, but, but and they're getting close. But the, the thing is, with the talent and the resources the U.S. has and, and playing for, for basketball, it's, it's the other countries can't match Right. It. And if we send, and the times when the other countries get close is when we, when we don't send the best guys. Right. If we were to take our best guys, like the World Cup is the premier event. Some guys in the NBA don't really want to play in the Olympics. They don't want, they just play in the, the finals or something. And like, that's fine. But the World Cup, no one's skipping on the World Cup. Uh-huh. It's very different. So if, if the U.S. treated the Olympics like the world treats the World Cup, I, I, it, no one would touch us, please. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the, those who sent in questions. We'll be doing this yeah. soon, soon, pretty soon. And um, hopefully we get more questions. And um, it, we have a lot of fun answering your questions. So... And if you have any other questions you want to send in, just send them to us. We'll try to answer them. We don't have to necessarily do an official mailbag. We're chill, as the cool kids say. Yeah, as the cool kids say. So um, it's time for our hot take. The hot take this week is baseball is no longer America's sport. Rather, neither is football. It's hoops. Basketball is the sport in America today. 
I feel like especially this year, I think we I went with baseball because it's our baseball preview, but I think it's been football for a while. Baseball is America's pastime. It's still awesome. But it's not. I think football took over. But now I feel like football is losing its hold a little bit. From an emotional perspective, um, I don't like the thought of that. Right. I love all of them. But I love football and I love baseball being America's pastime. It still is. Right. But pastime. I, <laughs> I think you need to look at where society is at. And I think it is basketball. Just right. look at its presence on social media. The Pop culture. Pop culture. It's, it's all, everywhere. Uh, LeBron is the most visible athlete in the world. And... Well, maybe besides some some top soccer players, right. but in America it's LeBron, 100%. you know, and then like and then it's Curry. Like, how many guys are talking about Mike Trout? Mike Trout keeps a relatively low profile, and he's one of the best players we've ever seen. I know. Mike Trout, if he was in the fifties, he would be the biggest star like in America. It's crazy to think about, right? Yeah. And at that time, like the NBA was shown on tape. The the, the finals were shown on tape delay up until like the seventies. That's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't want to watch it. Why? It's it's crazy. And I feel then football Sunday Sunday belong to football, you know. Mm-hmm. Football still owned a day of the week. Opinion. And and it, and it still does. But at the same time, like I feel that it's lost its foothold a little bit. We're not talking about football so much in the off season, you know. Mm-hmm. There's like free agency news, but it doesn't like captivate you. Like, say uh, when you're from Cleveland, it does. Right. But I'm saying like it doesn't. It's not the same way. Like so, there were big trades. There was there like Nadama Kung Su went to the Rams. Right. Which is huge. That's we'll, not... we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that next week probably. But you're saying in the NBA, if... Say, like, Damian Lillard went to the Lakers. Wouldn't that get more attention? Oh, uh, the world would blow up. Right. Hopefully not literally, but like, figuratively. So, I, 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 it's not such a hot take, but I think it's a hot take to point it out. Yeah. No, kind of I, I like, like that. It happens. I think that's... Um, We've made the shift. Something to think about. I was about. listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, like, seven months ago. And he said... Shout out to Bill Simmons. Big fan. Shout out. Big fans. And he said... If I saw Dave, if, if we saw David Johnson on the street, most of us wouldn't know who he is. I would. Alan would because Alan's Alan's a big fan. I think so. Maybe but I have people, seen him and didn't maybe, recognize. Maybe, him. but most people wouldn't know who he is. But if you see like Steph Curry or LeBron or another or 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 even like Lonzo Ball, I mean Lonzo, different different type of popularity. But even like Markel Fultz, you recognize him. Yeah. And David Johnson was like the best player in football two years ago. Uh huh. And no one would know who he looks like. A big part of that's the mask, but also a big part of it is that basketball has kind of supplanted the NFL football as the premier sport in the country for people to follow. Right, and just the counter argument to the mask part, you know who Drew Brees is, you know Tom Brady, it's a quarterback you know Peyton Manning. Right, but Shaker. you know, because you see those guys afterwards, it's it's a totally different thing, and part of it is naturally about football. It's more guys on the court; you don't see them all the time, you know guys are in and out for different plays, you know. But at the same time, it you can really see the shift happening. And uh, that's our that's our hot take. I think we have to call I think I think it's time. I think, I think we've been on it. for a long time. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Shout out again to WNUC Sports. Um yep. everyone here that has helped us out. It's been great. Um also shout out to Anchor. Anchor's you know Anchor. Made, made our dream of having a podcast a reality and we, we couldn't thank them enough. Thank you to all of our listeners again and you know have a great night have a and great a great night. week. And a great week, yeah.